Assalamu alaikum wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh. Yes, welcome once again to our program this afternoon. And more, what more of an apt or appropriate way to start that than with a dua for all those couples uh, intending on getting married and those newlyweds as well, inshallah. But for today, as per usual, we bring you that um, program, and that's to negotiate pathways to successful marriages. And with us once again in studio, that's our beloved and our honorable Sheikh Ibrahim Gabriels once again with us. Assalamu alaikum to you, Sheikh. Walaikum salam, rahmatullah, mulana aslam, and how are you? Alhamdulillah, always good to have Sheikh with us on Shukran. a Sunday afternoon, and I'm sure the listeners always can't wait when Sheikh have this program on a Inshallah. Sunday afternoon. Alhamdulillah. Shukran, mulana. Bismillah, Rahman, Rahim, Alhamdulillah, Rabbil Alameen, wa salatu wa salamu ala Sayyidil Mursaleen, wa Imamil Muttaqeen, Sayyidina wa Habibina Muhammadin sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. رب اشرح لي صدري ويسر لي أمري وحلل أقدة من لسان يفقى قولي اللهم يا الله لا تكلني إلى نفسي طرفة عين ولا أقل من ذلك My beloved and honorable mothers and fathers and my dear and beloved sisters and brothers and my dear and beloved children and dear and beloved listeners I greet you all with the universal greetings of love, peace, mercy, respect, understanding and tolerance Assalamu alaikum wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh it is indeed once again a great honor and a privilege to me to be with all of you in your homes, in your kitchens, in your rooms, in your motor vehicles, or wherever you are, here in South Africa or even if you are far away from South Africa. But remember that you are close to our hearts. And may Allah grant us to love and respect and honor all Muslims. In fact, my dear listeners, we don't have place and space in our hearts to hate other Muslims. The person, Allah says, who, who, who loves to forgive, he doesn't carry people in his heart. And he reconciles, not only forgive, he reconciles with that person. His reward is with Allah. In other words, he will be in the good books with Allah. Just imagine being the good books with Allah. How do we come? How do we do you enter into the good books of Allah when you when you clean your heart of each and every Muslim in this world? Uh, let me share with you the story of a person in the time of our beloved Nabi Muhammad sallallahu alaihi wasallam. Rasulullah alayhi wasallam, as usual, was sitting with with the Sahaba in the Masjid of Rasulullah, and then a person came in late. And as he was walking to the gathering of Rasulullah, the Nabi Muhammad said, He is going to be of the people of the He is going to be of the people of the Jannah. Allahu Akbar. Ya salam. The next day the same thing happened. And the third day, Rasulullah said, He is going to be of the people of the Jannah. So one of the Sahaba went to him and said to him, Look, um, uh, I need a place to stay. I've, I've got a problem with my father. And the person said to him, No, no problem, you can stay with me three nights, three days and three nights. The first night the Sahabi was waiting and waiting for this special a'mal salihah good deeds that this person most probably is doing in the middle of the night. That Rasulullah said that he will go to Jannah. The person stood up before Fajr, take, took wudu and went to the masjid. And he said to himself, uh, Inshallah, tomorrow night he will seek do that um, special virtue and special a'mal salihah. The second night, night passed and the third night passed. And then he admitted, he said, look, I don't have a problem with my father. I just wanted to know, what are you doing that is so special that Rasulullah gave the guarantee that you will go to Jannah? Because if Rasulullah says you go to Jannah, then you will definitely go to Jannah. 
Because our understanding is مَا يَنْتِكُ عَنِ الْهَوَى Rasulullah doesn't speak of his own opinion and whims and fancies. No, it is wahi from Allah. So the person said, look, uh, maybe the reason why Rasulullah said this because my habit every night, every night before I go sleep, I clean my heart of any Muslim. I don't hate any Muslim. I'm not jealous of any Muslim. I don't have any bad thoughts of any Muslim. Allahu Akbar. Allahu Akbar. May Allah grant us to learn from the story, inshallah, to clean Amen. our hearts and, 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 you know, and make our hearts pure. My dear listeners, before we go to our topic, let, let, let me say based on what we've said now today, life can be so easy and so comfortable and so relaxed and so beautiful if you manage and direct your life with love and respect and honor. Allah, if you manage your life, you, must, you, you, you are responsible to manage and to direct, to direct your life. Allah, and that's a key word. How do you manage your life? How do you manage your every day? So I'm saying again, life can be so wonderful and beautiful and comfortable and easy and relaxed if you, if you manage your life with love and respect and honor for each and every Muslim and for each and every person. And at the same time, life can be so miserable and so difficult if you manage it with hatred and animosity and so forth. Now, so many times we hate other people and we dislike others based on hearsay, on hearsay, or assumptions. But even if you uh, know the truth that the person has done wrong, instead of hating the person, isn't it better for you to pray for that person, make dua for that person, and wait earnestly for that person to return to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, as Allah is waiting for each and every person wait, uh, earnestly to, to return to Allah. As the Nabi Muhammad says, Allah says, if a person gives one step to Allah, Allah gives ten steps. If a person comes walking to Allah, Allah comes running to that person in, to embrace that person coming back to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. So once again, my dear listeners, we ask Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, our creator, our guide, our overseer, our protector, our protecting friend. Allah's our, Allah says, uh, Allah's our wali. What's the, what's the meaning of wali? Allah is our protecting friend. We ask Allah to purify our hearts and to guide us to the best of character. Amin, Ya Rabbil Alameen. My dear beloved ones, um, before we start, I, I just want to remind you again of, of the importance of putting salawat on our beloved Nabi Muhammad Sallallahu Alaihi Our beloved Nabi Muhammad says, أَوْلَى النَّاسِ بِيَ يَوْمَ الْقِيَامَةِ أَكْثَرُهُمْ عَلَيَّ صَلَاةً The people nearest to me on the day of Qiyamah and the people first in line to receive the shafa'ah of Rasulullah Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam are those people who were the most consistent in putting salawat on our beloved Nabi Muhammad. In other words, the people who have missed salawat on Nabi Muhammad, every day of their life, they are going to be next to Rasulullah, and they are going to be first in line to receive the shafa'ah of Rasulullah Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam. And we know that as we have Nabi Muhammad Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam, then we will have salawat on all of us. So we will now start the program with all of us to join right over the cap and right over the cap, om om salawat te bring op die Nabi Muhammad sallallahu alaihi wasallam 
We spoke last week about the mutual and the cooperative and under the samenwerking rechten, rights and duties of husband and wife. And we stopped with a beautiful hadith that the Nabi Muhammad says, Rahimallahu rajulan, may, may Rasulullah may dua, may the mercy of Allah be on the, on the person, on the man, on the husband. He stood up in the middle of the night to make salah to tahajjud. And he made the salah. And he, and, he, and he then woke up his wife to make also the salah. And, and then the hadith goes further. As he, as he thrown on it, and sprinkled it water And then Rabbi Muhammad says, And may Allah have mercy on the woman, the wife. She stood up in the middle of the night. May Allah grant all of us that that must be a norm in our lives. That we stand up in the middle of the night to worship Allah. May Allah have mercy on this woman, this wife. She sta- stands up, she makes salah to tahajjud, uh, and then she wakes up her husband, Allahu Akbar. We want to continue today on that particular line in making dua for those good people. And we say, may Allah shower His mercy and His blessings on the husband who always reminds his wife of the five times salah. And may Allah have mercy on the, on the wife that all, always reminds her husband of the five times salah. Imagine the husband comes home after work and he says to, to, to his wife, May see, may lifi, ijal your asr salah in a beautiful way. Uh, my darling, did you, have you made your asr salah? And if she says, no, no darling, isn't it darling and sweetheart? These are the words that need to be, you know, known and alive in, in our homes, inshallah. This is negotiating pathways to a successful marriage. It is unbefitting for, for a man, a Muslim man and a Muslim woman to shout at one another, to swear at one another in front of the children or, or not in front of the children. It is unbefitting. It is so befitting and it's so appropriate for a Muslim, for a believer to only have beautiful words to his partner in life. And then, and, and then she says, no, my darling, I can no salani. And then he says to her, okay, my dear, Go take wudu quickly and I'm going to salah with you. And, 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 and remember, the husband, he has made his asr salah. No? He has made his asr salah. But he is, he, is, he is making that sacrifice. Because also, also norms must us. Our norm is, as us klaga salat, alhamdulillah, salat. That is the norm. But he makes this sacrifice to make salah with his wife. And you know, Mr. Singh, a family that prays together, stays together. And besides the saying, it is not, it's not strange for this ummah. Because in the time of our beloved Nabi Muhammad there was a particular sahabi. He, he has made all his salah with our beloved Nabi Muhammad Who on earth don't want to make salah with Rasulullah standing behind Rasulullah. So he made all his salah, but immediately after the salah, he runs home so that he can make salah with his wife and his family. Allahu Akbar. So that is not strange to, to repeat the salah again. 
In, in fact, uh, our beloved Nabi Muhammad encouraged us, us, for example, if a person come, come, comes late into the masjid, he comes, uh, the waktis, and, and, and you see that person is going to, 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 to make salah. Rasulullah encourages you to join that person. Yeah, salam. To, to give him the barakah of, of, of jama'ah. And also Allah will reward you. Allahu Akbar. So just imagine the husband comes home and he says to his wife, my darling, I am going to salah with you. Allahu Akbar. So what does mean? We continue and we say, may Allah shower his choices mercy and blessings on the wife who helps her husband and her sons to attend the salah in the masjid Allahu Akbar yes inshallah we will just stop on that note we have to go for the ads when we come back to stay tuned remember these um, audio you can, you can you may as well download from iono fm and uh, inshallah but do stay tuned we will be with you up until the hour of Zohar, inshallah assalamu alaikum warahmatullahi wabarakatuh yes welcome now once again to our program and that's with our honorable sheikh ibrahim gabriel so once again Bismillah ar-Rahman ar-Rahim wa salatu wa salam ala Sayyidil Mursaleen wa Imamil Muttaqeen Sayyidina wa Habibina Muhammadin sallallahu alayhi wa sallam Dear listeners, we, we were saying that we follow the line uh, in other words, the sunnah of our beloved Nabi Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wa sallam making dua for those people who are doing special things in this life and we say uh, May Allah showers Allah's choices, mercy and blessings on the wife who helps her husband and her sons to attend the salah in the masjid she reminds them uh, long before the waqt, long before the adhan, uh, my darling, maghrib of the Imagine a wife who stands up early in the morning to make sure that the husband will be on time for Fajr Salah. Allahu Akbar. I'm repeating that because maybe that is not happening. Imagine a wife who stands up early in the morning to make sure that the husband will be on time for Fajr Salah. And, and, and that is part of the hadith of Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa Whosoever Allah has granted a salih woman, a salih partner, then Allah has helped him with half of his deen. Now that is part of being a pious woman. She's reminding her husband all times. She's making sure that his fajr in the masjid, uh, you know, uh, when the imam stands up for, for the salah, and he picks up his takbiratul ihram. The husband is there. In fact, I just want to remind you that our beloved Nabi Muhammad says, any person that for 40 days he didn't miss the salah, not only did he miss the salah, when the imam picked up his takbiratul ihram, he was waiting, he was standing ready. If he does it for 40 days, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala writes him down, min bara'atan, he will be free of two things. He will, he will never become a hypocrite. And Allah will free him from the fire of Jahannam. Allahu Akbar. Now look at the reward that Allah will give also to the wife. So this life, my dear listeners, is all about sacrifice. This life is all about pleasing Allah. Can you imagine how pleased Allah is with a woman who sacrifices her sleep so that the husband and her sons could be in the masjid for Fajr Salah? I'm repeating that. Can you imagine how pleased Allah is with a woman? She sacrifices sleep so that the husband and her children could be in the masjid for Fajr Salah. We continue and we say, May Allah shower His choices, blessings and mercy on both husband and wife who continuously remind one another 
about their daily dhikr. Allahu Akbar. My dear listeners, allow me to say, if it is so easy and important to remind your husband to take his medication, say cholesterol pillar, say hua blood pillar, say heart pillar and so forth, then why can't we remind one another about our daily dhikr? Why can't we remind? Why can't you remind your husband? And why can't the husband remind the wife? You know, that, that daily dhikr, it is called in Arabic, Al-Wird, of Ratib. Ratib al-Haddad. The Wird is, the asl, the, the origin of Al-Wird. Al-Wird is a place where the animals, every day they come to drink water. So that they can stay alive. Otherwise they're going to die if there's no water. Now likewise, you will stay alive if you have your daily dhikr, your daily weird every day. So if you're not going to do it, then your soul is going to die. And that's why the Nabi Muhammad says, a person that remembers Allah is a, is a, a person alive. And a person who don't remember Allah, says the Nabi Muhammad, is like a dead person, says Rasulullah, sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. So, based on, on the ayah, Allah says, وَذَكِّرْ فَإِنَّ الذِّكْرَ تَنْفَعُ الْمُؤْمِنِينَ Remind one another, because by reminding one another, it's a great benefit for the believers. Imagine we, husbands and wives and families, we remind one another what our daily dhikr. My dear listeners, at the moment, at the moment the ummah is bleeding and the ummah is in need of every member to get on board to help to revive this ummah. Now just imagine as an example or as a way forward, all of us, husbands and husbands and wives, mothers and fathers, brothers and sisters, Uncles and aunts, cousins, nephews, nieces, friends, neighbors. We start to take it upon ourselves to remind one another oftenly to remember Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Just imagine the mother says to her son or the father says to his daughter or the husband says to his wife or the cousin phone the cousin or SMS or WhatsApp uh, her cousin or a niece or an uncle or the uncle do it to his nieces and nephews. A reminding and says, our beloved Nabi Muhammad says, Are you unable to earn a thousand good deeds every day? And then the Sahaba said, Ya Rasulullah, how is that possible? We are working people. We, we have a good time to do a thousand good deeds. And the Nabi Muhammad says, it is so easy. You just say a hundred times, Subhanallah, Subhanallah. And, 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 and I must admit and, and share with you, as I was driving now here to the radio, I, I just wanted to time me how long does it take to, to say a hundred times, uh, Subhanallah. It, it, it takes you just over two minutes, just over two minutes. The Nabi Muhammad says, then Allah will write down for you as if you have done a thousand good deeds. Ya Salam. It will be 7,000 for the week. It will be 28,000 for the month. And can you imagine for the year? Can you imagine for 30 years, for 40 years, for 50 years? Just simply say a hundred times, Subhanallah, Subhanallah, Subhanallah. Just imagine where this ummah will move, where this community will move when we, we use this idea of reminding one another. Reminding one another. Our beloved Nabi Muhammad says in another hadith, 
Subhanallah, tamla'ul mizan. Just to say, Subhanallah, Subhanallah, it will fill your scale for the day of Qiyamah. Just imagine we remind one another. It remind me fro and my fro remind for me, and it remind me kindness or my neighbors or friends. Because we are reminding others of so many other things. Mudi forget ni Manchester and Arsenal spill Wednesday on ina, and oh, mudi forget Basel. Oh, nasa mets ni oh, they got a quite mets vis. And 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 my my nachi, I I I lease no net in the Quran. They got a sale vis by clicks. I was no noit so a sale ni. Yeah, salam. We remind one another of so many other things. Why can't we remind one another of these beautiful things? Yeah, salam. So the Nabi Muhammad says, just to say, Subhanallah, 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 it will fill your skill for the day of Qiyamah. Allah says, فَأَمَّا مَنْ ثَقُلَتْ مَوَازِينُ فَوَفِي عِيشَةِ الرَّادِيَةِ Be the man of his skala and suavihi dakhfan qiyamah, Allah khadvisa ni jannah, وَأَمَّا مَنْ خَفَّتْ مَوَازِينُ فَأُمُّهُ هَاوِيَةِ And the man of his skala had lukh, lukh vikh, they will go into the fire of Jahannam in Lakopa Sal Istaghfarat in Jahannam Safir. And then the Rabbi Muhammad says, Subhanallah, Alhamdulillah, Tamla or Tamla Ani Mabina Sama Iwal Ard. And to say, Subhanallah, Alhamdulillah, it falls, it falls for you what is between the earth and the Sama. Allah Akbar. Between the, you know what's the distance between the earth and the Sama? Uh, uh, oh, I mean, we know how, how massive this earth is. This earth, when you look up into the sky and you see the, the Milky Way, the, the billions of stars or the billions of galaxies, each galaxy consists of millions of stars. I mean, the astronomers, they, 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 they admit, they say, what we have found out until now is there's about 300 billion galaxies. 300 billion. Now, can you imagine how many billions of stars there? Now, can you imagine the distance by saying, Subhanallah, Alhamdulillah, will fill for you what is between the earth and the sama, says our beloved Nabi Muhammad, Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam. My dear listeners, just imagine we as husbands and wives, we remind one another, and mothers and fathers and grandmothers and grandfathers, and uncles and aunts, and as, as I've said, cousins and nephews and nieces, and we remind one another that the Nabi Muhammad says, مَنْ لَزِمَ الْإِسْتِغْفَارَ Whosoever consistently makes istighfar, ask Allah for forgiveness. Astaghfirullah, astaghfirullah, on a daily basis. Astaghfirullah, astaghfirullah, astaghfirullah. Listen to what Rasulullah says, sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. لَوْ مِنْ كُلِّ ضِيكٍ مَخْرَجًا Allah will make that there will be a way out for him, out of all his difficulties, out, out of his depression, anxiety, وَمِنْ كُلِّ هَمْ مِنْ فَرَجَ And Allah will remove and relieve him of all his worries and concerns. Ya Salaam. Means it so by worries and concerns. Rasulullah has given us the answer and the way out. But allow me to say we're not making use because we're not taking Rasulullah serious. And then the Nabi Muhammad says, وَرَزَقَهُ مِنْ حَيْثُ لَا يَحْتَسِبُ And Allah will give him or rizq, him or her rizq, sustenance, and, and listen to what Allah says in Surah Al-Nuh. Based on, on this hadith, Allah, Allah reports to us what Nabi Nuh said to his people. Uh, oh Allah, I said to my people, ask your Creator, ask Allah for forgiveness. Because Allah is the most of forgiving. يُرْسِلُ السَّمَاءَ عَلَيْكُمْ مِدَرَارًا And if you do this, and in other words, and you, if you ask Allah for forgiveness, He will send to you much-needed rain. وَيُمْدِدَكُمْ بِأَمْوَالٍ وَبَنِينَ And Allah will increase your wealth and your children. Ah, salam. 
Ya Salam. I'm saying Ya Salam, Jamaat Muslimin, because so many of the ulama of tafsir, they say to us, this is one of the answers to people that are longing for children. And I want to relate to you a, a story now. When I went to visit my beloved friend, Aji Muhammad Noor Khamildin, uh, when he went for Umrah, he and his beloved wife, uh, my, my wife and my daughter were, were, were sitting with a, another woman. And this woman was explaining of a family, a husband and wife, who, who didn't have children. And somebody told him, you, you must continuously ask Allah for forgiveness. And the husband and the wife decided then, they're going to ask Allah almost whole day. He's at work, she's at war, or she's at home. They don't forget, Astaghfirullah, 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 Astaghfirullah. And then Allah granted them the first son, Allahu Akbar, Allahu Akbar. And then he said to his wife, my wife, we must now out of thanks and gratefulness to Allah, we must now keep on making istighfar. No? We're not, we're not going to stop. And then Allah granted him the second son. And he said again, we must now continue to, uh, to thank Allah and, and make more istighfar. And Allah granted him the third son. And then he said, Ya Allah, Alhamdulillah, I'm highly satisfied. But I, I will be extremely happy if Allah can grant me a daughter also. And if Allah is going to grant me a daughter, I'm going to take my daughter to Makkah and I'm going to tawaf the Baytullah. And Allah has granted him a daughter. My dear listeners, Allahu Akbar. Allahu Akbar. So, so, inshallah, may Allah grant all those who are longing for children to take this advice. And this is stated in the Quran, stated in the Hadith. Listen again what Allah says about Nabi Nuh. فَقُلْ تُسْتَغْفِرُوا رَبَّكُمْ Oh Allah, and I said to my people, Istaghfiru Rabbakum, ask Allah for forgiveness. Inna kana ghaffara, Allah is the most of forgiving. Yursili samaa alaykum midarara. And if you do this, if you ask Allah forgiveness continuously, He will send to you much needed rain, wa yumdidakum bi amwalin wa baneen. And Allah will increase you with your wealth. This is exactly what the Nabi Muhammad said hadith. If you consistently ask Allah forgiveness, Allah will grant you rizq and sustenance. And Allah will increase your children. Allahu Akbar. So my dear listeners, please make use of these golden, golden opportunities. My dear listeners and my dear mothers and fathers and beloved husbands and wives, imagine reminding one another of putting salawat on our beloved Nabi Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wa and that and either by a phone call or you can use your SMS or your BBM or your WhatsApp or whatever means. Huh? You, you, you're reminding a person almost every day. Um, you, you phone your cousin or your uncle or your, or your lunchtime, you phone your wife. Uh, Darling, Wallahi Jamaat Muslimin, I always say to you, this is just not another program. Every day is a special day to us. Just imagine we are going to take, you know, heed and, 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 and take on to these words. You phoning your wife or the wife phoned the husband. My darling, uh, are you at lunchtime now? Did you eat your salawat? Did you eat your salawat? But dear listeners, I want to say to you, I just want to remind you that the Nabi Muhammad says, Any person that guides or reminds a person to do good, then Allah will give you the reward of that person doing it. For example, if you remind a person, uh, don't forget your hundred salawat, and, and that person then takes on your advice and he, and he, and he put hundred salawat or two hundred salawat, Allah will reward that person and Allah will reward you too. The same. Yeah, salam. That's why if you, if you read Surah Al-Qalam, the second surah 
of, of the 29th Zeus. Noon wal qalami wa ma yasturun. And then Allah says to the Nabi Muhammad mamnoon. And indeed, Ya Rasulullah, you shall have a reward that never comes to an end. Ya Salam. Do you know what the ulama of tafsir say about this? It's because Rasulullah is advising us, the whole ummah. So since the time of Rasulullah, every Muslim that does the good that Rasulullah has advised him, Allah reward all those Muslims and Allah will reward our beloved Nabi Muhammad. Allahu Akbar. Allahu Akbar. So if you remind a person of putting salawat or putting a hundred, uh, you know, of, or saying a hundred times, La ilaha illallah wahdahu la sharika lah, lahu al-mulku wa lahu al-hamdu yuhi wa yumit wa wa ala kulli shayin qadir. Allahu Akbar. Or you remind him to say that the Nabi Muhammad said, Kalimatani There are two verses, Rasulullah, that is very easy on the tongue. And it will weigh heavily in your favor the day of Qiyamah. And Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is so much in love with these two words. Subhanallah wa bihamdihi. Subhanallah al-Azim. Subhanallah bihamdihi. Subhanallah al-Azim. So my dear listeners, um, let me remind you again of the salawat of our beloved Nabi Muhammad sallallahu Please make it your point that you're not going to sleep tonight before you put a hundred times salawat on our beloved Nabi Muhammad sallallahu alaihi wasallam. And inshallah, let us uh, stick to that. And inshallah, let us implement those practices in our lives as well. For now, we're going to go for that break, and when we come back, um, we will continue with our program. <laughs> Time now, you have the voice of the Cape 1241, and we will be with you, inshallah. Honorable guests will be with us uh, up until the hour of the Lord, inshallah. And uh, our program once again today, that's advice for your marriage, and also, inshallah, to see that it will be successful all the way and always obedient following the commandments of Allah and trying to uphold the life of our beloved Prophet. Once again, our honored guest, that Sheikh Ibrahim Gabriel, is with us this afternoon. Shukran, Allah. My dear listeners, um, just imagine uh, when the husband leaves the home in the morning and the wives remind him to, to, to leave the house with the right foot as uh, the Nabi Muhammad taught us and to say Bismillahi, amantu billahi, a'tasamtu billahi, tawakkaltu ala Allahi, la hawla wa la quwwata illa billahi I also want to say to the mothers and the fathers, just imagine you reminding your children or making sure that your children when they leave the house they leave the house in that way and saying, Bismillah, I leave the house in the name of Allah. And sometimes it's even better that you can, because our children, are, they are English speaking or Afrikaans speaking. If they say it in English, Bismillah, I leave the house in the name of Allah. Amantu Billah, and I firmly believe in Allah. Ya'tasamtu Billah, and I hold unto Allah. If you can't remember the Arabic, you say it in English. And I hold and I cling unto Allah. Tawakkal to Allah and I put my trust in Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. La hawla wa la quwwata illa billah al-aliyul azim. Our beloved Nabi Muhammad says, <coughs> if a person leaves a house in that way, two great things happen. The first, <coughs> Allah subhanahu will protect you. Allahu Akbar. And what does mean? Who by us only a need for Allah's protection, and especially in the time that we live in now. There are so many things that are happening. 
so many hijacking and kidnapping and so many evil things. We need the protection of Allah and Allah is there to protect you. The Nabi Muhammad says, if you leave the house in this way, so please my dear mothers and fathers, I'm saying it for the second time today, today is not just another program, today is a special program. And from now on, we can do more special things in our lives for ourselves and our husbands and our wives and our children. So let your children every morning, and he and she will grow up this way, and they will never forget it. Allahu Akbar. Like our beloved Nabi Muhammad was approached one day by his beloved daughter Sayyidatina Fatima. And she was, you know, of course she was one of the best women and one of the best wives. And and she and she then she, she was she was she was uh, you know she was brut but hanna and and she then went went to Rasulullah said yeah, Rasulullah isn't it possible for me to get a a, a, a a maid or you know a helper in the house and the Nabi Muhammad didn't answer and the next morning the Nabi Muhammad went to the house and he. In, 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 you know, Nabi Muhammad Khan Sumasu Tissan and effects and Ali say, I can fool it, the Kotrit Fani, Nabi Safutu Obse Bors, Allahu Akbar. And then the Nabi Muhammad said to him and to her, Fatima, my daughter, I've got something better for you. Every night before you go sleep, you say 33 times, Subhanallah, 33 times, Alhamdulillah, and 33 times, Allahu Akbar. And then Allah will make your, your daily work easy. The point I want to come to is, Sayyidina Aisha, Sayyidina uh, Fatima, and Sayyidina Ali says, they nev- since that day, they never ever skipped an evening, an evening, instead of, you know, and, but they have carried out the words of Rasulullah. Even Sayyidina Ali says, uh, the night before one of the big battles, when he was the Amir al-Mu'mineen, Sayyidina Ali, anhu, he says, even that night, he didn't forget to say 33 times Subhanallah, 33 times Alhamdulillah, and 34 times Allahu Akbar. And the lesson was, the, the advice of Rasulullah is, if you do that, Allah is going to make your daily work easy for you, Allahu Akbar. So likewise, if we train our children from small, while they are at great R, and primary school, and high school, we remind them every time, they will never forget it. And they will always make dua for their mothers and fathers who rear them in this beautiful way. To leave the house in the name of Allah. Just imagine you say, I leave the house in the name of Allah. And I believe in Allah. And I hold and I cling unto Allah. Like Allah says in the end of Surah Al-Hajj, وَاَعْتَصِمُوا بِاللَّهِ Hold unto Allah. هُوَ مَوْلَاكُمْ He is your overseer, your protector. Tawakkal to Allah and we say that we put our trust in Allah. We put our trust in Allah. La hawla wa la quwwata illa billah. So two things happen. Allah will protect you. And the second thing says Rasulullah, the shaitan, he says, he's there. He's there. He says, Osima minni, this person is free. He's free from me. I can't do any harm. Allahu Akbar. My dear listeners, we are still busy with the, with the um, joint and mutual Rights of husbands and wives. The next one we want to go to is Hifzul Asrar. Both husband and wife need to protect one another, to stand up for one another, protect one and one another's secrets. Yeah, salam. So, so you, you you don't open up to other people the secrets that are between the two of you, and you don't ever speak bad about your partner. 
I mean, Allah says in the Quran, "Wala yaktabbaadukum baada." And uh, and and Allah, uh, the beginning of the ayah is Allah says in, in Surah Al-Hujurat, "Ya iwaladina amanu tsatanibu kathiran min al-zan." Oh, you believe, avoid suspicion as much as possible. Inna baada al-zan ism, because some of that zan is a big sin, and the Nabi Muhammad says, suspicion is the worst form of lies. وَلَا تَجَسَّسُوا And you don't spy on one another. وَلَا يَخْتَبْ بَعْضُكُمْ بَعْضًا And you don't backbite one another. Now imagine, I mean that is the general Muslim public. Imagine husband and wife backbiting one another. Ya salam. Can't be. Shouldn't be. It's haram. How can you speak bad about your wife? How can you speak bad about your husband? Ya salam. And, and then Allah says, أَيُحِبُّ أَحَدُكُمْ أَنْ يَأْكُلَ لَحْمَ أَخِيهِ مَيْتًا فَكَرِهْتُمُوهِ Allah says, would any one of you love to eat the dead meat of your Muslim brother or Muslim sister? You will eat it. So how can you eat him alive? Once again, I'm saying that is for the general public. What about your own part in life? So the, the dual rights and the joint rights of a, of a husband and a wife is... To protect one another, yeah. We don't. Uh, can you imagine? Can you imagine somebody speaks bad about or oh, bad about your wife? Because this is the other point I want to make. The question is, you know, okay, uh, uh, we know that it's haram to backbite one another, but what if you listen to the backbiting? Somebody is 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 backbiting another Muslim, and you are listening. The ulama say that is also haram. You are allowing it. Your duty was to stop that person and say to, say to that person, No, 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 no. You're not going to backbite. Yeah, but it's the truth. Now, even if it's the truth, because that question was asked to our beloved Nabi Muhammad, Ya Rasulullah, now what if we, we speak the truth of that person? The Nabi Muhammad says, That is the actual riba that Allah is making haram. That is the, the backbiting. And if you have lied about your Muslim brother and sister, then you have betrayed and slandered your Muslim brother. It's even worse. So the question is, once again, what about if we listen to, 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 to Muslims backbiting one another or backbiting our own brothers and sisters? That is also haram. You shouldn't allow it. Uh, our topic today is about uh, wives and husbands. Now, how can you allow somebody to speak bad about your wife or your husband? You don't allow your family to speak bad about your husband or your wife. You don't allow anybody if they, if the if the family is concerned, then you tell them you can you can call me one side, you can discuss it with me, or you can speak to my wife, or you can speak to my husband, but I am not going to allow you to to eat or to backbite my beloved wife or my beloved husband. Now what must mean? Um, you know this is this is a very very serious matter because. We, 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 we know that Allah says, وَلِلْمُؤْمِنِينَ Power belongs to Allah, and power belongs to Rasulullah, and power belongs to the mu'mineen. And Allah says in another ayah, وَأَنْتُمُ الْأَعْلَوْنَ إِن كُنْتُمْ مُؤْمِنِينَ And you are the most exalted, you are the most powerful, if you are believers. So I was saying earlier, the ummah is bleeding. So we need to investigate why is the ummah so weak today, and one of the answers that we will we will get after investigation is that the the Muslims are eating their own flesh. This is a, this ummah, like the says, like one body. 
Allah says, إِنَّمَا الْمُؤْمِنُونَ إِخْوَةً All believers are brothers and sisters of one another. It's one single human body. So we are allowing the flesh of this body to, 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 to be eaten. And we're not doing anything and we're not saying anything. No, that is one of, one of the ways and one of the reasons and, and one of the way forward that inshallah that we shouldn't allow, we must make it a principle in our lives, inshallah, that we're not going to allow any, any person to speak bare about any Muslim. Yeah, salam. So, what Muslim mean? So, uh, I give you now over to Mawlana Aslam. Yes, uh, Sheikh. And uh, once again, our SMS line uh, buzz once again. It says, last year this day, Sheikh Ibrahim Gabriels married us, and Alhamdulillah, today is our first anniversary. Jazakallah for the great advice Sheikh always gives us. Alhamdulillah. Bismillah ar-Rahman ar-Rahim. Dear listeners, I just want to conclude on this point uh, again about the, 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 the secrets between husband and wife. Uh, and that is of the most secrets of secrets uh, is when, when, when they are intimate with one another. That is, that is private and, see, and sacred amongst the two of them. That's why the Nabi Muhammad says in a hadith, إِنَّ مِنْ أَشَرِّ النَّاسِ عِنْدَ اللَّهِ Of the worst people of Allah, by Allah, the day of Qiyamah, is, is a man or a woman, they were intimate with one another, and they, they tell other people of what happened in the intimacy. Yeah, salam. And uh, Asma uh, bint Yazid, anha, she says that she was present when Rasulullah says, some, uh, uh, perhaps this one of you, you, you people are, are speaking about your intimacy. And then there was silence. And then she stood up, she says, Ya Rasulullah, it is the truth. The women are doing it and the men are doing it. Ya Salam. This is, this is uh, you know, the, the most secret of secrets. The intimacy. You don't discuss it with other people. My dear listeners, it was again wonderful to speak to you. I want, allow me to say, I love you all for the sake of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. May Allah protect us. May Allah grant that the rest of our lives are going to be the best of our lives. And may Allah grant all of us with our children and our grandchildren to be steadfast in the salah and steadfast in our duties towards Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Wa sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. Muhammad. Alhamdulillah. Rabbil alameen.